Welcome to the Morning Inspiration Podcast with Pastor Walt. At Chosen City Church, we are chosen to overcome, to build, and to be like Jesus. We pray that this podcast will empower you to do the same on today. Lord, we love you today. We praise you today. and We thank you for today, God. Uh, so many sisters and brothers uh, to gather together, God. We're here for, for many purposes. Um, God, we're here to praise you and celebrate you, God, but we're here because we need you. We're here because we need instructions for today, for the instructions for the rest of our week, instructions for the rest of our life. We're here because it's a lot that's going on. Um, we're here because we realize where our help comes from. We're here um, because we need you to move. We're here because we need you to touch. we need here because we really need you to fix it. God, we love you this morning. We praise you. I pray for um, Reverend Johnson Moore that you will speak to him powerfully. Lord, and when it's all said and done, we'll be careful to give your name all the glory, honor, and praise. It's in the powerful name of Jesus we pray together. Amen, amen, amen. Reverend Jay, take us away. Amen. All right. Good morning, everybody. Just praying that everybody had a great touch from God to get up and get ready. Um, I was to lead this devotion this morning, and the Lord gave me some word, and I prayed that it will help someone along the way. Our devotion will come from the scriptures of 1 Peter 5, verses 6 through 10. And I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. I'll put that in context once we start the process. Uh, that's 1 Peter 5, 6 10. And it reads as such, so humble yourself under the mighty power of God, and at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. <clears throat> Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. Stay alert. Watch out for what your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. In his kindness, God called you to share in his eternal glory by means of Christ Jesus so after you have suffered a little while, he will restore, strengthen you, and place you on a firm foundation. Now, in one context, this is about being a follower of Jesus Christ, and some of them suffered persecution. But now we trend fast forward it to where we are, where we just in life. I want to use for a devotional topic this morning, his timing the waiting and my restoration is timing the waiting my restoration take a survey of everyone on this morning's call regarding being patient and waiting the survey would come back that people hate waiting and we have no patience they've advanced so much in technology that the instant information and the response we have become accustomed to is our new normal quick Fast and in a hurry is the way we we have no patience. Trust me, a microwave is fast and convenient, but when it's baked, it just tastes better because you have an expectation of what you're getting and you cannot wait for the taste. Trust me, a microwave pizza pocket tastes nothing like an oven baked. It's everything in our lives as well. If we have expectations on something we get that we gave to God in prayer, and we must know that when we do have an expectation, you cannot rush God's timing. No matter how bad we want the taste of what he has for us in his response to our prayer request, 
we must let God bake it. In other words, he wants the expectation and fulfillment to be a representation of his glory and not a rush job. That is not God's method of operation. The hard part is the waiting. Why do we hate to wait? God will withhold no good thing from us. We also know he is a great God, and when he does something, it has to be spectacular. Yet his timing and our timing do not merge well at all. And that's the difficult part. We struggle to understand and align with God's timing, but his timing is perfect for us. Anticipation can be overwhelming, and it's in the anticipation God's ability to deliver. Yet, what we're saying when we lose patience for the process and his timing, it is in our mind. Step aside, step aside, God, I got this. You're moving a little too slow. I need immediate results. I know a shortcut. Waiting and patience does not come with an age requirement. Young or old, we want things right away. Fact and truth. Every time we try to get ahead of God, we tend to get behind, then delaying the process he has designed. What makes it worse, or it fails at our own hands, it has an adverse effect on our relationship with God through and that is true. That has been evident in my life. The times that I wanted to push ahead of God or thought I could circumnavigate what I was praying for, it ended up having an adverse effect on the relationship because I built up something in my mind that God doesn't want me to have what I want to have properly to him. So I'm thinking he's denying it or just delaying it. And you don't realize that that impacts your relationship because you're creating distance execute godly patience or godly preparation or willing to be a be on the foundation and give God time to complete the process. To capture the intent of the devotion, let's look at verse six. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. Your humbleness does not mean you are weak. It means you have an understanding of not leaning to your own understanding your own resources or your own strength or your own power. It means that you've decided to be accountable by Jesus Christ in the spirit. God in verse six is also letting us know that your actions of humbleness results in his timing and the results is honor, which is a high place and people see the work of God happening in your life. Humbleness says, I did not do it in on my own. Yet, I was willing to be a faithful and a beat. Sometimes that's exactly what it is. Obedience and faithfulness. God needs to see that you won't be shifted or off course, no matter what's coming to you from the left or the right, front or back. There are going to be distractions in your faith walk when it comes to being obedient and faithful, especially when you have eyes on something that you truly desire. But when you're faithful and stand on his word and his foundation, you simply said, I'm not going to let some things get in the way because I have an objective that only God can meet. Verse 7 shows us something that is tied to verse 6, yet unwritten in the process. 
Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. While we're waiting on God's timing and being humble, do not kid yourself to believe there are some things that we're going to worry about even if we don't want to. That's true. Hey, in, a, in, a, in a perfect world, we'd be the good Christian straight all the time, living holy 24-7. But the reality is things do happen to cause us to worry. There are some things that just add pressure to us. There will be some very heavy for us and close to us that either could be your children, your spouse, your career, you have some fears, and those things tend to be heavy. Guard those cares without the realization that even when we have these cares, these are still the things that we need to give to God. God sees the worries. He sees the cares. So my question is, what is your real weary and your deepest care? Your real weary and your deepest care. What is the you the most that you should be handing over to God? And what is the deepest care that you have? And over to him. Verse 7 gives us one option only. Give it to God. There is no other option in this scripture that tells you to keep some of it, keep half of it, and only give God the small parts. Because you think it's so or you drunk or you don't trust him with it because the answer may not be what you want to hear, so we think. See, in the preparation process to had for us. Sometimes the answer and the timing have to line up. But if it doesn't, we tend to back off and say, I can't trust God to do this one thing. Or I don't want to hear that answer yet because my mind and expectations is set fully on the proving or testing ground that he has for us. Sometimes you got to be tested. Right. Guess what? The first 90 days is your probation period because they want to see, okay, can they handle it? It's almost a similar process, but on, on a godly level, God wants you to be on every end. So therefore, if there's something you want to achieve, he wants you to understand. It. He wants you to know to subdue it, to make it happen. You got to gain knowledge of what he wants. This is where we all come up short. We have the capacity to believe it, but often fall short or walking by faith and not by sight. In other words, God show me what is behind door number three before you finish my process. Give it to me. Ready for it. But you're not godly prepared for it. Wisdom and knowledge is the requirement before God allows the acquisition of what we desire to his will. As a reminder to us all, there has been nothing that God has not handled for us that ultimately was for our best interest. It is often when we look back that we see it worked out for my good. It's God's time. God does have your best interest. Your best interest. He loves you so much. He doesn't fail. But when we think about some of the things that we've encountered in life, we realize, you know what? There are some things that happen, and it still worked out the way God wanted it to, even though I did put my He says, stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. 
earlier I said anticipation can be overwhelming, and it's in the anticipation that we lose our patience with the process. We lose faith in God's ability to deliver. Yet what we're saying when we lose patience for the process and his timing, it is then up to us to do God's work instead. This is what verse 8 can happen. It says, stay alert. Watch out for your enemy. The devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. If during our waiting process we lose patience for God's process, we're not being alert. We're not watching for the enemy. He is literally waiting on you to lose faith, lose hope. He wants you to have the burden of the worry and the cares instead of you giving it to God. When we do not wait, the devil's devouring process starts. Let me give them some fear with the vision. Let me give them doubt over the dream. Let me offer some confusion in their lives. Let me rewrite the story so it comes out tragic. If I could just get them to give up on it, then I and if I take it from them, they will lose sight of God and put the blame on Verse 9 is telling us how to deal with this tag. It says, stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. Stand firm against him. Stand up straight. He cannot ride your standing up straight and not leaning over. Jesus is also telling us in this moment, you have what it takes to stand and not be defeated. The word of God is your defense. Jesus uses the word against the devil, and you can too. Also, whatever measure of faith you have, use it. To oh, it's not going down like this. Back up off me. I'm too close to it. And what God has for me, I waited and prayed for it too long to give up now. I'm just too close to my destiny, too close to my miracle. I have been broken for my breakthrough. I've suffered enough. And my first Peter 5 and 10 is so close, I can see it. I can see the glory of the Lord shining in my direction. Yes, there are times when you got to reaffirm your faith and believe that, hey, no matter what is coming against me, I'm in this fight. And like Pastor Wall says, suddenly you got to see it. Some of us have got to start seeing what God has for us and aim and go in that direction. You should know by now that the enemy is going to attack. You should know by now that the enemy is going to set traps. That's why God wants us prepared. That's why he doesn't want us running to the left or running to the right. Stay focused. Yes. Detours, sometimes we create the detours. If you have those detours, take note and say, this was a mistake. Let me learn from it, move on. But you have to get it in your mind's eyes that, hey, I see what God wants to do in my life. I see what it's doing in my family's life. I see what he wants to expand and do in my life. But I can't let the enemy shake me where I feel like giving up or throwing in the towel. In verse 10, it says, in this kindness, God called you to share in his internal glory by means of Christ Jesus. So after you suffer a little while, he will restore, support, and strengthen you, and he will place you on a firm foundation. After we suffer through this and never got off the foundation, we should know that God kept us. And whatever we lost that was valuable for his purpose, it will be restored. Whatever support system that was fractured in our lives, he will provide greater support 
for our life. When I got weak and wanted to throw in towel, along come a mighty rushing wind like the wings of an eagle that picked up and carried me a little bit higher. God is simply saying, I know what I have for you fully, but I need you to really trust me now. I need you to fully understand that I have your back. I want you to fully understand that I know the end just as well as the beginning. I want to work out for you, but sometimes God has to see that we can stay on the foundation and stay strong in him. As I that God has your back. There's nothing that life in his children's life that he would not answer. And since we know what, since he knows what you need, this is what he's asking. In the scripture, it tells us that other brothers and sisters are suffering the same thing. And I have this belief when it comes to prayer that although I submit things to God in prayer, he already knows what I need. But God is also asking me to consider others and sisters throughout the world, to consider other circumstances and situations in the world that we don't always see. Do you realize that someone else your age or where they are in life is very similar to yours, and they need you to pray for them even though you don't know them? See, we have brothers and sisters that suffer under greater harsh or harsher systems than we do here in our own country. But we have to come to the realization that if we are called as a body of believers to be ones that pray and pray without ceasing, that sometimes what we lay at God's feet about ourselves really can be about someone else. See, our trust has to be in what God can, we know that God can do for us because we've seen him do it. But someone else's faith needs to be prayed for. Someone else's strength needs to be prayed for because we're not in this thing alone. All of us on this call have a sense of purpose and understanding that God wants to do something great, but we also should realize that we want God to do something great in other people's lives. And just as important, don't believe who are in suffering and calling out and don't know who to call on. So stand in the gap and pray as well. See, these things we want is not just all about us, about our personal wants and desires, about God's people. We want and should have the desire to see people saved, to be led by God, and to follow God through Jesus Christ. But the greater evidence of this is that we never lose hope or sight, not just for us, but for others. So I ask, are you praying for other brothers just as much as you're praying for yourself? Do you believe in else's dream just as much as you believe in your dream? Pray that someone who has been weakened will gain some strength in the process. Do you truly, someone else that has some worries and some cares to be able to hand that over to God so that it doesn't become a burden, so God can see things fulfilled in their life. It all goes back to the word of God because there are things he just wants to accomplish through his lane, through his process, and through his standards. God just wants us to stay humble because he has all the power. He wants to honor us. 
He wants us to give us all the worries and cares. He wants us to stay alert. He wants us to understand that we can have the right to share the internal glories through Jesus Christ. It's just we have to suffer a little while. He will restore us, support us, and strengthen you and place you on a firm foundation. Thank you, everyone, for allowing me to be able to lead this morning's devotion. Amen. Come on, family. Let's celebrate God for that dynamic word. I need you to go back and uh, and re revisit that and, and meditate on it and, and in accordance with what the Lord placed on his heart. Let's do that right now. Let's uh, intercede uh, for one another. I've certainly uh, interceded uh, for all of you um, without putting anybody's business in particular in the streets because we don't do that around here. But I'm certainly praying for some families who have shared that they're dealing with some sickness. I'm, I'm, I'm certainly praying for some families who've shared that they, uh, they're dealing with some strongholds right now, and uh, I'm, I'm uh, and dealing with all matters of, um, of, of evil and opposition and, uh, and family uh, trouble and marriage trouble and interceding for those that are dealing with substance abuse issues and inter interceding with those that are dealing with loneliness and interceding for those that just have concerns for their grown children, that their grown children will be all right. I'm interceding for you all this morning, and I thank God uh, that you are intercede for me. You know how I know every last one of you all intercede for me, uh, because I would not be here without uh, your prayers, and I uh, thank you, Reverend Johnson, for that dynamic devotional, and uh, we're going to lead, we're going to lead on this intercessory prayer. Uh, so what does that mean? For those that may not be familiar with that word, it's simple. It's just a reminder that as Reverend Johnson taught us this morning, is that we pray and we focus our prayers towards someone else. Y'all, real talk, the first time I, it scared the life out of me, I'm going to be 100% honest like I'm always in. The first time I was one day randomly having thoughts in my head about um, children um, that go through uh, abuse, it scared the mess out of me. You know why? Because I did not understand why this was in my head. And I couldn't shake it out. And I couldn't shake it out. And I'm like, this is crazy. It's never happened to me. I've never seen that in, in, you know, other than when, you know, in real life, other than, you know, law enforcement stuff. I'm like, I don't understand why this is in my head. And the Holy Spirit showed me it's in your head because you need to learn when I put something in your head, in your heart, there's nothing to do for you. Somebody is going through this. Stop what you're doing and pray. And that's some of you. I know you're going through your own circumstances, but I want to challenge you today to intercede for somebody else, some, somebody on another side of the world, somebody on another street, somebody on another floor at your office, somebody on your family you ain't talked to. Let's intercede for the next few minutes, and then we're going to have a great day. Let's do that, y'all. Lord, we love you today, and we thank you. God, we come with you, come to you, understanding we got our own things, God, but we have, in accordance with these uh, scriptures, we've cast our cares on you. And gosh, part of us showing that we've cast our cares on you is that we are going to do the best we can, even if we don't feel um, like doing it, we're going to do the best we can to shift our prayers. We're shifting our prayers this morning, morning, Lord, because we know that you've handled our business. You've made a way. You've heard our cries. You're working it out. We're shifting our prayers this morning because we know you got that. We, we're shifting our prayers this morning because we know those things are in our hands. So now, God, we're shifting our prayers because we know you're going to take care of our business. You're going to provide for all of our needs. You're going to heal us. You're going to deliver us. You're going to provide peace and comfort. And we thank you. It is done in the name of Jesus. So now, God, we shift our prayers. We shift our prayers, God, and we intercede for people that don't know you. 
God, we intercede for those people who have never made a confession with their mouth that Jesus Christ is the son, is your son, the son of the living God. We intercede for them. They don't even know, uh, God, that uh, you yet. They don't even know how much they really need you. And so we're praying, God, that we will be a church, Lord, um, at both locations that ha- that is intentional about sharing the love of Christ, God, the intentional or not being about being judgmental but just intentional about saying that it's true that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the light. We intercede, Father God, right now. I'm interceding on the behalf of my sisters and brothers who are going through stuff right now, God, who really, really are hurting and crying and struggling. And it seems like they keep going in circles. It seems like they're on a roller coaster. It seems like it's not getting any better. We're interceding right now so that they won't give up because the enemy is waiting on them to give up as we was talking this morning so he can pounce. But the devil is a liar and your name is exalted. We intercede right now, Father God, on the behalf of marriages. We thank you for the marriage retreat that is coming forth this weekend. And we just pray that it is inspiration and encouragement and Father God and deliver Father God, we intercede on behalf of mental health, God. So many people in this world are dealing with mental health issues. So many people are dealing with struggles and strongholds. We intercede on their behalf, God. We intercede on the behalf, Father God, of women, God, who are going through um, things that uh, men sometimes can never understand. And we intercede as it relates to, to, to their life, God, and we lift them up, God, that you will keep them strong. We intercede for the fellas, Father God, so that we can be who you've called us to be. God, we intercede for children, those individuals that are being abused, those people, individuals that are struggling, those individuals in other countries like Haiti, God, we are interceding, God. And right now there's something that's on someone's heart that I didn't call out, but we're interceding. We're praying for them, God. We're praying that your spirit will move in those places. We're praying that your hand will just turn some things around. God, we thank you for today. God, we praise you for today, and we love you for today. It's in the powerful name of Jesus we pray together, and the people of God say amen, amen, amen. Listen, love you all and me tonight, y'all, the last night of the revival. We truly celebrate and love our women in ministry. We have a dynamic pastor come, coming all the way from eastern part of the state that's going to bless us with a dynamic word. Let's make sure we come out and celebrate this woman of God in great numbers. Uh, she has a word on, uh, for us. We look forward to hearing from her tonight, 7 p.m. And it will certainly be live stream. Listen, love you all. Mean it. Have a great rest of the day. God bless you. And may heaven smile upon you. Thank you, Reverend Johnson. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you for tuning in to the Morning Inspiration with Pastor Wald podcast. This and other podcasts, as well as our live Sunday morning service, can be found on all of our streaming platforms are also available on the new Chosen City Church app, which is available on both the Apple Store and Google Play. We would love to see you in person on Sunday morning at either our 8 a.m. or 1015 services. We are located at 13925 Irwin Road in Charlotte, North Carolina. We hope to see you soon and have a blessed day.